simple but awesome subject that we most the time overlook. We read it, but do we take it to heart? The word of God is your soul survival. If you don't live by the word of God, neither do your soul live by it either. Amen. So subject on tonight is by thy word. Word is considered an expression, a term, or a phrase used in giving orders, giving instructions, or a command. It is a single distant, distinct meaningful element of speech or writing used to form a sentence. Words should be carefully used or thought over so that the right message is sent to the hearer. Words are a sound or combination of sounds that has meaning and spoken by a human being. Words are known as a form of communication between two parties. The, there are words that form a rumor, there are words that make a promise, and there are words that make a declaration. The word that supersedes all words is the expressed and manifest mind and the will of God. The word that came to save us is known as the gospel of Jesus Christ. The word of God that was spoken in the beginning brought life into the world we live in. Nothing came into existence without the spoken word of God. There was no life on earth until God said, let there be, and it was. From the beginning, God established communication between him and man, giving him instructions on how to live before him. During that course of time, man encountered two different dialogues of speech. One was the truth, and the other was a lie. Now we have two different ways of life, that which is right and that which is wrong. You and I have a choice to make of which of the two dialogues will you follow. It appears that a lie or the wrong way is easy or less resistant to follow because of our sin nature. However, when it comes down to following the word of God, we find it most difficult to line up with that which is right. The one that speaks life to us is the one we pay less attention to, what, attention to what he say. But the one that lies to us, we follow without any resistance like a dumb animal. The world is caught between the truth of God's word and the deception of the enemy and cannot distinguish between right or wrong. 
can't distinguish between truth and the lie. You can't distinguish between deception and deliverance. The world is headed for hell in a handbasket because it loves a lie rather than to be told the truth. The world was formed or created by the word of God. It would be destroyed or come to an end by the word of God. Those that choose to obey God's word shall live to see another day. Those that choose to disobey God's word shall die and not live anymore. I speak of eternal life versus eternal damnation. God speak and men die. God speak again and men live. You decide what you want God to speak to your life. Life or death. The decision is yours. And guess what? Everybody got to make that decision for themselves. Come on now. Let's go to John chapter 1. I could go to Genesis 1, but I chose to go to John chapter 1 for the simple reason that it is speaking of plainly Jesus Christ. Amen. John chapter 1, beginning at verse 1, and it says, In the beginning was what? And the word what? Holy right there. Now, based on that statement right there, everything that exists and everything that can be called right has to come from the spoken word of God. Even your life had to come from the spoken word of God. So it says, the same was in the beginning with God. Now, who was that word? Jesus Christ was that word. Jesus Christ was the spoken word of God. And it said that the same was in the beginning with God. Now look what it said. The third verse said, All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. So everything that exists came from God. Huh? It don't make no difference if it was over 4,000 years later, it still came from God. It don't make no difference if it was another world. It still came from God. If it was made, God made it. Or verse says, In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shined in darkness, and the darkness comprehended. He in him was life, and the life was the light, not the darkness of men. When God made man, he brought man into the light. It was man that chose darkness. And he said, and the light shined into darkness. What darkness? This dark world. It was no, it wasn't form. It had no form or no commonness. It had no 
no light in it at all and God shined into a, a dark world and the dark world comprehended it not. Look at that thing. You can even look at that even down to Christ coming into darkness and he shined it in the life of the Jewish nation and they comprehended him not. But look what it says. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. So, you know, if John came to bear witness of a light, he must have wasn't talking about a light bulb. He must have been talking about the light of God. Come on now. So guess what? So John came to bear witness of that light that was the true light which lighted every man that come into the world. Everybody has an opportunity to come out of darkness into this marvelous light. He was in the world, and the world was made by him. And the world knew him not. He came unto his own. Who? The Jewish nation. And his own received him not. If you don't grab anything else from that passage of scripture, don't let anybody take Jesus Christ out of your mouth. If it took Jesus Christ to get you in the church, it's going to take Jesus Christ to keep you in the church. get as smart as you want them. But let me tell you, without Jesus, it don't make no difference what degree you got. He came into his own, his own received him not, but as many as received him, to them gave he power to become sons of God. Even to them that believed on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. So you had to believe on the name of the word. Huh? And the word was Jesus Christ. So you had to be found believing still on the word. It's important that we get an understanding to believe on the word. Amen. Well, did, 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 did we finish verse 12? Did we get down to 12? Uh, we're going to go down to 14. Let's go. but of God. And the word was what? Oh, so that anointed spiritual word that existed in heaven decided to become flesh. And it dwelled among us. So guess what that means? It came down to earth. And we beheld the glory 
the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace. They saw the existence of God in the flesh, and they accepted him not. Hmm. Ain't that something? They decided not to accept him, but he said, as many as received him. That's why it's so critical that you don't allow anyone to take Jesus out of your mouth. Because as many as received him, those are the ones that he gave the privilege to become sons of God. So don't let nobody rob you of your privileges. In the beginning, it's, it, 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 it means first, dateless. <laughs> it means origin. The word logo refers to Christ, the preeminence, the preexistent. He is an internal being as are also the Father and the Holy Ghost. They all was in the beginning. They makes a divine Godhead. They don't make no trinity. They makes a divine Godhead because they are one. Trinity, they would have to be three. Not only was the word with God, but the word was God. Now you... It tells you plain that Jesus Christ became the word in the flesh. But in the scripture it said that the word was with God and the word was God. Mm. But the enemy has got the people looking for another God. It's got the enemy, it's got the people looking for other places to find God that they're not going to find him because he told them that you got to look unto Jesus Christ, the author and the finisher of your faith. Hmm. Not only was the word with God, but he was God and always will be the divine spoken word of God. Whatever Jesus said, you can stick a pin in it. Because it's going to go down just like he said it's going to go down. God created all things by Jesus Christ. Therefore, Jesus was the spoken word from the mouth of God. Therefore, Jesus was the created power of the one true God. Not only uh, were all things created by him, but redemption of creation is by him. You were not only created by him, but you were redeemed by him. Hmm. It was what Christ did on the cross that made it possible for God to redeem us through the power of the Holy Ghost. He said, as many as received him, he delegated power, the liberty and right to use the power of God, the liberty and right for every man to be saved. If, if he will believe in the name of Jesus Christ. 
Oh, it's important that you believe in that name. Amen. So don't let nobody rob you of Jesus Christ. If it took Jesus to get you in the church, it's going to keep, it's going to take him to keep you. Go to Deuteronomy chapter 8. Hmm. Are we there? Look at what Deuteronomy <coughs> speaks of. Verses 1 through 6. All the commandments which I command thee this day shall you observe to do that ye may, that you may what? And multiply and go in and possess the land which the Lord sworn unto your father. Now look, if he commandments and he commands, that means he spoke it by his word. Uh, that means he spoke a commandment for you to observe to do. Not just know it's there, but to do. He said that you may live, not just physically, but that you may live spiritually. And not only that, multiply. It means that the word of God, if we do what the word of God says, it adds to us. And then we can possess the land which the God has sworn unto your father. Now I know he was talking to Israel, but guess what? You can use the same word of God and cause for God's word, the promises of God spreads out over the whole universe. If they have to obey God's word in one place, they got to obey it in another. Verse 2 says, And thou shalt remember all the way lead thee these 40 years through the wilderness. Wait a minute. Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. Lead you. What was the Holy Ghost sent for? To lead and guide you. This world you live in, it's still a wilderness. You may have lights and trees and air and streets and cars and there, but it's still a dark world. Amen. And the Holy Ghost came to lead us through this dark world. And the world is getting darker and darker by the days. He said, lead thee these 40 years in the wilderness to Amadi. Ow! Oh, you mean to tell me God been leading you 50, 60, 70 years just to get you humbled? You got to reach to a place that you humble yourself before God. That you humble thee and to prove thee to find out if you worthy of him saving you. To find out if you worthy to be counted as a son. Wow. We got to be proven. We got to be humble. Huh? And he said, to know what was in 
your heart. God going to find everything out about you. He going to find out what's in your heart. Whether thou would keep it. He already know whether or not you're going to be trying to keep his word or not. Come on, somebody. You can fool some of the folks some of the time, but you can't fool God none of the time. He knows whether or not you and I have hid his word in our hearts. He knows whether or not we're going to be diligently to try to keep his command. Because it's crucial, even more so today, that we abide in the word of God. It's crucial. Amen. Folks are dying like flies. It's crucial that you don't know when your end time is. He that endures to the end, but when is your end time? So it's crucial now to this point that we keep the word of God. Amen. Verse 3 says, And he humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger and fed thee with manna which thou knew not neither that he may make thee know that a man do not live by but by what? Uh-uh. So it ain't about your natural self. But it's about what God spoke. It's not about what you think is best for you. It's about what God say is best for you. So God said you might exist a little while by eating your pork, your ham, your beef, your beans, your cornbread. You last a little while. But at the end of the day, all of that that you ate got to come back out. Huh? But the word of God is supposed to be supposed to be lodged into your heart. You're supposed to hide the word of God in your heart that we see and not against God. So therefore, there must be a diet that we keep of the word of God that we'll live by it more than we live by our natural food. Uh-oh. We can eat natural food all day. We're still going to die. Huh? If you eat too much of it, you're going to get sick. Locked up. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Trying to get some relief. Taking all kind of medicine. Trying to feel better. Amen. But guess what? When you eat the word of God, you don't have to take no other kind of medicine to feel better. The word of God is going to do the work for you. It's going to get on the inside of you, and it's going to do some work on you. It may be, what is that, uh, uh, sweet in your mouth, or is it going to be bitter in your mouth and sweet in your belly? Come on, somebody. May not taste good going down. But when it get down in you, it's going to do a work on you. So see how important 
the word of God is, and the, and, and the thing about it, God knows how much of that word live in us. Because it's got to live in us to be effective. It's got to live in you to bring you life. Huh? Jesus said, I came that you may have life and that more abundant. Now, that was the word huh, from the beginning speaking to you and I. The word from the beginning came and said, I came that you may have life and that more abundant. That was the word that was spoken from the beginning. Come on, somebody. He did not lose his power or his position as being the spoken word of God. Well, thy raiment wax not old upon thee, neither thy foot swell these forty years. Now, I know that we always say, woo. If God had been doing that for us and back there, and I was in the window, ooh, I would have served God. You'd have did just like they did. They closed and waxed. Wait a minute. How many department stores do you think there was out there in the wilderness? How many shoe stores do you think there was out there in the wilderness? But they had one pair of shoes that didn't wear out. They had a garments on that did not wear out. That's a miracle. That was, that was the power of God. God was showing them his power in the midst of the wilderness. You know what he was saying? I am a provider. Wow. He gave a meat. He gave them bread. He gave them water. Their shoes didn't wear out. Their clothes didn't wear out. But they still didn't glorify God. And we done the same. Because guess what? We do it now. <laughs> Come on, somebody. We, we think our little money we got in the bank is the one that's, that, that, that's providing for us. But you better watch, you better think about how you got it there. And who made it possible for you to get it there. Come on now. Thou shalt also consider in thy heart. Consider in thine heart. That as a man chasing his son, so that the Lord thou God chasing thee. Huh? Just like a natural parent chases after his child to make them do the right thing, guess what? If you come up under the blood of Jesus Christ, get ready because God going to stay on your behind till you get it right. Did y'all hear that? So there's no point in getting rocks in your jaws when God is trying to correct you because guess what? It's for your good. Your life depends on it. Your eternal existence depends on it. 
See, we look at the now, but what about eternal? We look at what we're going through now, but what about your future? Therefore, thou shalt. And because of this, because I chasten thee, because I try to get you on the right track, because I get in behind you to reform you and transform you, he said, therefore, thou shalt keep the commandments of thy of the Lord thou God to walk in his ways and to fear him. Mm. Too many saints still walking in their own ways. Huh? But they all going to heaven. Mm. Think about that one. God been chasing you to try to get you to walk in his ways. But you choose to walk in your own ways. And when you choose to walk in your own ways and supposedly know God, then that tells God, you don't fear me. Ooh. Hmm. And guess what? We all been there. Huh? We hey, ain't now sold in here, every dotted every I and crossed every T. If you did, your T's was crooked. And your I was dotted under the bottom. Come on, somebody. So God said, I'm warning. A warning to observe. God's word is a warning. Warning to observe and to do that you may live, produce, and possess. God gives us a warning, and in return, the warning, if we heed to the warning, there are blessings to our heeding to the warning. He will multiply you. Be cautious and remember. All the ways of the Lord do just, not just some of your favorite, but all of his ways. You know, we got some favorite that we'll do. But then we got some that we'll try to overlook. Hmm. We'll do those things that we seem to be able to get a, a shout and a praise over. But what are those things that you don't want to change? Amen. Changes must take place. Amen. Remember how God has provided for you. Even making your natural life better. Who in here that done came to know God and their life ain't got better? Amen. When you came to know the Lord, guess what? God started making you multiply. God started making you possess. God started making you increase. 
if you followed God, your mind got better, your heart got better. Come on now. Your speech got better. Before we came to know God, every other word was four-letter words. You couldn't hold the sinners without cussing. Come on, somebody. Just cuss the cuss. You didn't have to get mad to cuss. You just cussed the cuss. Huh? Lamar, that was the time we even greeted each other cussing my. And you know what they was all behind? The word of God. Amen. Your natural life became better. You must know in your heart whether or not you will keep God's command or not. It's got to be, if it ain't in your heart, you won't keep it. Uh, if God is not in your heart, his word is not important to you. And we will constantly on a daily basis violate it with no remorse. God provided for Israel Forty years in the wilderness. Like I told you, were no retail stores out there. Wasn't no Kroger's out there either. Come on, somebody. Wasn't no carnival shoe store out there either. And any other means of supplies. Wasn't none of that out in the wilderness. Well, nothing in the wilderness but God. And you know, sometimes, you know, we got to realize God get us in a position and a place that we can't depend on nobody but him. He knocks out all the props. Amen. He removes all the folks that you've been depending on. And you wind up with your back up against the wall and they all drop you like you hot. And you ain't got nobody depending on but God. I don't care how many it was out in the wilderness. It was nobody out there they can depend on but God. Amen. Moreover, you got a problem believing that the word of God still has its powers and ability to do what God said it would do. That means there is a lack of faith. Huh? Because guess what? You and I has got to be found. God has shown us too much in his word in our life not to believe the word of God. 
Huh? His word has pulled you out of too many holes for you not to believe the word of God. Don't be Israel in the wilderness all your life. At some point, you need to believe what God say. Amen. In the wilderness, God provided proved that a that that man need more than food in his belly. They got food in their belly, and they still were rebellious, huh? They had food in their belly, shoes on their feet. They had water to drink, and they still came up unbelievers. Wow. It's bad when God show up on your behalf and you still remain an unbeliever. Go to Psalms 119. People of God, we're down to the point that we got to depend on God's word more in this day than you did yesterday. Come on, somebody. I was telling the wife, I said, have you not noticed that every time a blood moon comes, disaster comes behind it? Now the whole world is in a heat stroke. Not just America. Around the world is having heat problems. Around the world is drying up of water. Around the world people are dying from the heat. And guess what? We still don't take notice. We think that it's just a act of nature. Don't you know God provides nature? God rules in everything. Amen. Never know nothing about uh, it getting so hot that 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 Hoover Dam catches a fire. Come on, somebody. That means it got to be smoking in Arizona. But we don't take notice. Psalm 119, 9 through 16 says, Where shall a young man cleanse his... That's a question. Where shall we cleanse our ways? This is a question that is given to anybody that want to know God. Because, see, if you if you, you got to want to know God to be cleansed from your ways. Does that make sense? Then it said, what did it say? The answer came after that. By taking heed thereto according to thy word. It's talking about the word of God. You and I got to take heed to what God say. And stop overlooking what God said. We have it bad of overlooking the word of God. Amen. 
by keeping watch. You got to watch. Keeping watch on yourself according to the word of God. Conforming your life to his precepts. Hmm. We just comfortable at reading it. Not applying it. We just read it. We like we 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 like we like it good. We like to quote it. <laughs> we want to be good at quoting it. So that it'll make us look deep, but you shallow. Come on now. What makes you look deep is when you live it and you don't have to say a word. Did y'all hear that one? When you want to be deep with God, live it and you won't have to say a word. Don't make no difference. You can't quote now. Just give me a Bible. I'll find me one. Come on, somebody. But because you can quote them, you think that that makes you so deep. That don't mean nothing to God if you ain't living it. If you don't apply it. The word is no good if you don't apply it. He said. With my whole heart. Have I sought thee. Wow. God want to know where your heart is. Is your heart in this thing? Or not? Come on, somebody. You know what? This is a hard thing here in the natural sense. When an athlete wants to make pro, he put everything he got in it. He go to bed sleeping ball. He wake up eating ball. When moon time, he's still on the ball. Come on, somebody. Seven days a week, he thinks ball. Why? Because he want to make it to the big time. Amen. Those that don't want to go the extra mile of the way, they find themselves sitting on the bench. They find themselves not getting scholarships. They find themselves not being in the draft. Because they didn't be that extra extraordinary player. And they didn't just get like that from birth. They had to work for it to get like that. <coughs> Kobe didn't come out of his mama womb shooting threes. He had to develop himself. It had to be in his heart just like God has got to be in your heart if you're going to develop yourself in the kingdom of God. If you're going to be extraordinary in God's kingdom, you better put the work in by the word of God or you're just going to be ordinary. Come on, somebody. Pew members.
Come on, somebody. Yes, ma'am.
that everything is all right. That's the devil. That, the devil done fooled you. Huh? He done deceived you. Because what it takes for one, it takes for all, and you got to repent. Repentance is not a dirty word. Repentance is the one that takes all the dirt. Oh, y'all didn't get that one, did you? The dirty word was on you. The repentance came to get the dirt off of you. But when they said repent, y'all ain't like to repent all. Like repentance is the one that's sin. No. Repentance came to get the sin off you. Come on now. Hide it in my heart that I may not sin against thee. Blessed art thou, O Lord. Teach me. Wow. Now we can get down to what a point that you got to be taught. Now you're down to the point that you need God to teach him, teach you his statutes. He said, with my lips have I declared all the judgment of thy mouth. So you knew that the judgments of God was right. Hmm. I have rejoiced in the ways of thy testimony as much as in all riches. Oh, wow. You mean to tell me the church that lost the art of rejoicing over the word of God? The church that lost the art of rejoicing in God's testimony about what he has already done? But no! You want to get up and testify about the beans and the cornbread you had to eat or testify about the raise you got or testify about this and about that, but you don't want to have a testimony. You don't want to rejoice over the testimony of the word of God. Wow. Huh? The word of God. Is my life and my salvation. Come on, somebody. <laughs> huh? We ought to get to the point that we got to get back to the point that we can rejoice over the word of God. Amen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, the the Hebrew it's it's so much more, and I kind of kind of been looking at some stuff, but we miss out on a whole lot because we don't understand uh, the Hebrew alphabet and the Hebrew numerology. Uh, every so many letters. You get Christ's name throughout the entire Bible. I don't care where you are. Wherever part of the text, it talks about Christ and salvation and what he came to do. Yes, sir. And we miss it in the English. And a whole lot of folks don't know that Jesus is in the Old Testament as well as in the New Testament. But 
in order to, to gain that insight, you must be able to uh, look at the pictograph of the Hebrew. Uh -huh. Hebrew was not letters per se, it was pictographs. Uh -huh. And it told a story. And then not only that, is you can follow it through numerology. Each letter, each number represent a letter, and a letter represent a word. And all, you can find Christ and what he had come to do and what God has sent him to do throughout the entire Bible, but you've got to know how to get it. And you can only get that information if you perceive Hebrew uh, and Hebrew numerology. And, and, and when you look at it, it's the thought of God throughout the whole Bible. Mm -hmm. Like what we're talking about, what you're dealing with in here, that's the Hebrew alphabet. And, and uh, alpha, that represents God. Yes, sir. And that alpha, it also has the number, number one, that represents God. Uh -huh. So to the Hebrew, it is telling them that that is God. And so we, we it, you know, it's just a lot of beauty that we as uh, in, uh, in the English that we didn't realize that we had lost. And I just wanted to point that out. Amen. Good, good, good. Amen. Good knowledge. Amen. But we do miss a whole lot out in the scriptures. Amen. Because we take these scriptures and we don't search. We don't search to find out what God is really, what God really did, and what God really doing. Amen. So that's why David said, "I will meditate in Thy precepts." Huh? So guess what? If you're gonna meditate in the precepts of God, you got to get into His Word. You got to search the Scriptures. You can't base it on one Scripture. Amen. When God showed up in the new, he also showed up in the old. But we're trying to cut all the old out, but you can't cut the word of God out. Amen. We got to live by the 66 books that we know. Amen. And he said, and have respect, good God Almighty, have respect unto his way. I will delight myself in his statues, and I will not forget thy word. Wow. Now we find out why the word of God is not working for us like it ought to work for us. Huh? Because, number one, we're not meditating on him. You, you're not laying up in your bed letting the word preach to you. Uh-uh. Because, see, if you're meditating on the word of God, it's got to be talking to you. You see what I'm saying? You're going to have your own personal sermon spoken to you. And have respect for the ways of God. Uh, in those verses, I, I, it, it, it was... Uh, the question, I'm back to the question up in verse 9. Where shall a young man cleanse his ways? Number one,
got to take heed to the word of God. If you don't take heed to the word of God, that is the beginning huh, of your cleansing. You can't get clean without the word of God. You can't get clean if you don't take heed to the word of God. Then you got to seek God with your whole heart. Then you got to hide God's word in your heart when you find the word. Oh, <laughs> Problem. A lot of times we take the word of God and try to make it apply to us oh, rather oh, than we changing our lives to apply the word of God and, and claiming blessings that are not going to be ours even when we get, get to the other side. Absolutely. Because it is God that giveth and God has to declare you righteous. Absolutely. I don't care how many times I say I am a child of God. If God don't, don't no say difference. that... And it doesn't make any difference. I heard, I think it was somebody said, just because uh, uh, you sitting in the garage, that don't make you a car. Because uh -uh. you sitting in the church, that don't make you a saint. Nope. And so we, we've got a lot of things twisted in, this, in uh, the word of God. We think that we can change or sway God, and you can't. You can't. We cannot sway God. God is going to judge us or Bless us or condemn us based on, on his what word. was written. Yes, right. And it's not going to change. It's not going to be altered. I don't care. And, and, and how much praise you try to offer up. Because he won't accept your praise. You're absolutely. You didn't throw it up there, but it's still God's. It's God has to accept it in it's, order for it to be praised. Hit the ceiling and came back down. Yes, sir. Because there's a lot of things. If the Bible said, for instance, if I regard iniquity in my heart, yes, the no. Lord will not, not hear, hear me. me. If I hold any sin or the love of any sin in my heart, the Lord won't. Mm -hmm. That disqualified everybody in the room. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Everybody in, in the, the room. room. And those are, if anybody downstairs and outside. Got them too. Got them too. <laughs> And we think that we're going to be able to manipulate God. And he is sitting in his word. He, and and, and I, I looked up the word, uh, word. Uh -huh. It is a divine expression. But guess what it means? It's the divine expression is Christ. Uh -huh. He's Absolutely. not going to hear you, you and accept you covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. That's right. He's not going to see you and me unless we're covered by, by the blood. blood of Jesus That's Christ. Right. That's why the atonement was necessary. necessary. It's mm -hmm. blood had to cover, cover us, us and the blood of Jesus must cover, cover us. us. If that's not the case, he don't see us. He don't hear us. He's going to judge us as soon as I don't care how many times you sit in the garage. You ain't a car. Nope. Just like if you said in church, you ain't a saint. Nope. And, and, and it's so, and, and it's really, uh, Sister Turner laughed, but I kind of laughed too, but because we're just deceiving ourselves. Uh -huh. We cannot, we cannot sway God. We have to come up to what God has said. And so, you know, it, it, it's foolish. Now when you, and, and, and when you look at uh, why God finally exposed folks over the course of years, it, it, I think it was Paul that said, they go out from among us, but they wasn't among us. They wasn't a part of us. Mm -hmm. wasn't, wasn't a part of us. Mm -hmm. But see, that was just a revelation. Uh -huh. 
But they wasn't a part of us because they went out from among us. Uh-huh. Now, 